Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to uh, part two or the rest of the story with our special guest today, Seema uh, Spangler. She's going to tell you more about her journey, uh, which will which is so exciting and, and really beautiful. And I'm so honored and I'm really grateful for your time and your talent and so forth. So but sweet. before we uh, she begins to tell the rest of her story, I want to read to you again. Second Samuel chapter 14, verse 14, like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be recovered. Uh, and so we must die. But God does not take away life. Instead, he devises ways so that a banished person may not remain estranged from him. And so you're going to even see more and more the, this particular scripture come alive. So welcome, Seema. Thank you want to tell us uh, the rest of your story, which sure. is how did you get from Iran to America? I cannot sure. wait to hear. Uh, first, let me tell you that uh, long time ago, many decades ago, uh, the verse that you read, mm -hmm. God gave me for um, assuring that people that I'm praying for them in my family and they are not saved, they will come to Christ. Yeah. So that's a very interesting that you picked that uh, uh, verse. Uh -huh. and, and it's the same for you, ladies. We have a motion on it because you're believing for people in your family and, yes. and I'm believing for people in my family. And I'm assured that having this, you're believing too. So yes. this speak hope. Let the Holy Ghost yes. speak hope into your life with, the, with her testimony and her story and this word of God. Yes. So tell us, tell sure. us, tell us what happened. This time is not our time, that's for sure. Um, so um, when I was, uh, when I came to Christ in England, uh, the people that, uh, the, the leaders of the church, that they were there, they said, this is very, very dangerous for you to go back to Iran that now is, um, uh, you know, Islamic Republic. And... Um, because, because in Islam, when you uh, are born Muslim and you change your uh, faith to any, you choose anything else, uh, it's, uh, the penalty is death. Mm -hmm. So they said, uh, especially the city that I used to live, Isfahan, mm -hmm. was one of the most religious cities. So they told me not to go there and it was so easy to get uh, asylum there. I said, no, I have to go back to Iran because if I don't go, who is going to tell them? Mm -hmm. And so I went back, it, even though I had sold everything I had to go and to stay with my mom, uh, in, I mean, to live in England mm -hmm. for any, uh, you know, with any arrangement. But anyway, I went back to Iran and we bought again everything in black market. Uh, and we started uh, our um, life again. But anywhere I went, people told me that, what happened to you when you were gone? Something has changed. Your mm -hmm. face is so happy now. And they knew that I was suffering, you know, of mm -hmm. the pain mm -hmm. of the uh, mm -hmm. depression. And so um, that was just the reason for me to tell them what has happened. Uh, what had happened, and then um, 
I went to uh, underground church uh, to find some uh, Christians to have fellowship, to have Bible study, to grow in, uh, in the Lord. And I found a group in, um, uh, you know, a part of the uh, city that actually uh, used to uh, belong mainly to Armenians. And Armenians are okay to be Right, Christian. yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I, I started to go there. and um, But because I built again my life, I got a office, new office in Isfahan. I finished my five years. And then I um, started to have a private practice and to work also as a, the only physician in uh, Department of Health and Human Services in Isfahan. My boss one day asked me, because everywhere I went, the, the nurses, everybody says, you're not Muslim. What are you? Even though I covered like Islam. Right, right. Uh -huh. But they said, uh, you know, there is a hope in your face. And I um, told them, but my uh, supervisor one day asked me and said, are you a Christian? And I said, yes. And uh, there, there were a big conversation after that, that I realized that she, he didn't approve my um, mm -hmm. conversion, of course. Mm -hmm. So one day when um, I, I had the two kids, uh, five and eight, I dropped them at the school and uh, I drove to my job. And on the way in a you know, s small, narrow alley, uh, a car uh, turned in front of me and uh, blocked me and I stopped. And uh, there were two men in, in that car, and one of them jumped out and came to my uh, car in the back seat and put the rifle in my uh, side and um, uh, said to fo follow the car in front of me. So I did, and I was scared so much, and uh, I didn't know what to think of while uh, the guy in the back said, oh, let me see, I know you. You, my, my, my uh, wife goes to you and is one of your patients. Oh, please to do whatever they tell you to do. I don't want you to get hurt. So anyway, the car stopped, I stopped, and then they, I realized that they took me to committee that was a moral police. And then they uh, put me in a room without any window and locked me up, and then I was kidnapped and I was in solitary jail. And so the, the room had just one chair, one table, one uh, oil heater. And I was cold in the middle of winter. I was just crying, shaking. I just said, okay, that was the end of me. Because the, if I was vanishing from, I mean, if they killed me, I would be vanished out of the mm -hmm. uh, face of the earth without anybody knowing where, where, where I was. Because the, the way that they kidnapped me, nobody saw it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Um, I went uh, and I sat there and I was praying and praying and I just saying, Lord, what is this? What happened? What is going to happen to me? That all of a sudden I felt a sweet presence in that Praise cold God. And uh, he assured me that nothing is going to happen and whatever I say is going to be from him. Mm -hmm. So uh, don't worry about what you are answering mm -hmm. to them you know, when they interrogate. So a uh, few hours passed, and um, then uh, they uh, asked me to turn to, toward the wall and um, so I can see my interrogator. And then he uh, came in, and he asked so many personal questions and about my trip to England, about my mom's conversion to Christianity, and uh, even about a, a you know, guitar that mm -hmm. I had in mm -hmm. my bedroom. 
and they knew everything. So they just asked questions and and I just, uh, it was funny that I was so calm and I could even testify to them how Jesus saved me. And that's why I became Christian when, when they mm -hmm. asked me why. Mm -hmm. And I Praise said, that's God. the reason, that's, the, that's, that's what happened, that's what I promised, that's why I'm going to do it. And uh, they said, okay, okay, you know that your penalty is dead, but we are not going to kill you. You, if you prove that you are for, for us, not against us, and you are not a spy of other countries. I said, spy for which country? And they say, America. I said, I have not ever been into America. And they said, uh, well, you have to prove it. And the only way is you give us the name of the Muslim converted uh, to Christianity uh -huh. in your underground church. Mm -hmm. So I said, I cannot do that. Uh, they said, well, that's the only way you can prove. And they let me go, uh, but they said they will come back. They said that they, you, we just give you time to think about this. I went, drove like a crazy woman to my kids' school late afternoon. They were, I mean, closed, the, the school was closed and they were sitting in front of the building. I picked them up crying, shaking, and I couldn't even talk. And I just uh, apologized for being late and took them home. And uh, in front of the home was a car watching the building and our phone was tapped. And um, I went to the church, I told my uh, pastor, and he said, you have to leave the country. I said, how? Because uh, the war between Iran and Iraq mm -hmm. was at the time and mm -hmm. there was no way out of the uh, city by airplane because mm -hmm. the airports were closed. The roads were watched by the soldiers. Mm -hmm. And I was a woman, the woman in Islamic country. Right. You can't drive yourself out of the city. Mm -hmm. So I said, how? how? I am just trapped and I am in prison in my mm -hmm. own town. And um, so I was trying to just keep calm, but uh, I could not. I saw this dark shadow on my life. My, you know, I, did, I knew that I had to leave, but I didn't know how. Mm -hmm. So one day, uh, the, a few days passed, and uh, that day again, I was face to face to my interrogator. But that time in the office, wow! They came to my office. They just sent all the patients out, and and they asked mm -hmm. again the question. And I said, I cannot. They said it's very easy. You know what? Every week we send one of the, one of the ladies from committee to your office as a patient. And you just give them the new converts. That's it. The name of the that's 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 that shows that you are friend of the government. I said I cannot do that. And then they said, okay, we give you a few days more. And then I went home again, just scared, praying. Said, Lord, I need a miracle, and I need it fast. Please do something. <laughs> and on that note, la ladies, guys, this is a one. This is an incredible story of the limitlessness of God. Mm -hmm. But you need to take away that God will make a way, literally, yes. where there seems no way. Yes. And so, so just hold on to that. No matter what, God, our God, yes. will make a way yes. when there seems no way. Yes. Can you exactly. say amen? Amen. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. He's <laughs> so, not just our God. He's our Father. Amen. Do you and see that's that? When I, when I um, in that church, when I got saved, uh, even without knowing anything about God, about book, about Bible, mm -hmm. about anything, 
I realized in, in my actually tongue that I was talking, I called him mm -hmm. Abba. Oh. And th that was the first time that I called God Father. And so, so you're, they're, they're saying they're just going to come to your medical office. Yes, and you they did. And, and then tell uh, us and th what that else. That was the second time. Okay. But the third time they said that, that that's it. The third time it's either I accept or they kill me because they can do it right. without any trial. And uh, they have authority to kill me because mm -hmm. it's in the Quran. You know, there's, I mean, there's nothing. They, my life was nothing for, for them. I mm -hmm. mean, they could do it. They could kill it, uh, kill me, and, and uh, no punishment for them. So um, they said this, and they left. Mm -hmm. While still our house was washed, our phone was tapped. And um, my husband and I were looking for some some way out uh, be, uh, through our patients that we trusted and we told some people and uh, there was no way and one day I knew that it was like a couple of hours before they come and they for the third time they arrest me and then I just uh, packed two suitcases whatever I could I put it there and I burned my journals because I was thinking if there was any name after me I just uh, they find it and mm -hmm. so I uh, sat in the hall and I prayed and I said, Lord, I did whatever I could. I did whatever you asked me to do. And I did the possible part. Mm -hmm. And now I am asking you to do the impossible because this is really impossible for me to get out of here. Mm -hmm. And I do not want to betray you. I do not want to betray my faith. Um, so I want to, to stay alive and, you know, see my children grow up and mm -hmm. be the people that you want them mm -hmm. to be. So while I was praying, then um, the phone to my husband's office uh, rang. And that was the manager from the airport in that town. And the airport was closed. And he said, the airport is closed, no passenger. But uh, somehow... Uh, there is on a scheduled landing of a freight airplane to get the gas that it was not a schedule. We don't mm -hmm. know what happened, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the, if you send your kids and your uh, uh, wife, we can send, uh, send them to Tehran. So, well, you know, the, I was uh, covered with the chador. Chador is a dress for Muslims that cover head to toe. And uh, I just um, jumped in the car with my uh, brother-in-law that was supposed to uh, take us to the airport. And with the kids and two suitcases. And, you know, to this day, I do not know exactly what happened to that man that was watching, even though I was covered. But there was a way for him to know. I had no idea mm -hmm. what happened. God turned mm -hmm. him around or didn't let him yeah. or covered his face. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. These things have wow. happened in the Bible so many times. Uh -huh. I don't know. Something mm -hmm. happened. And then we could go to, um, to the airport. On the way, the kids were waving at their dad in the office. And then we uh, went to the air, uh, airport, and we were the only passengers that day uh, with the freight uh, air, airplane. We went to Tehran, and then uh, now I had to leave the country, but the country, uh, I mean, that, that there was no way I was on the blacklist. How in the world I could mm -hmm. go with two kids without raising any suspicion? Mm -hmm. Again. God will make a way yes. where there seems no way. Exactly. And so my dad and my grandma lived in Tehran, around Tehran, and so they gave, provide me hiding place. And I um, stayed there for around 
one or two months. And then till so many miracles happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cannot tell you one after another, one after another, impossible miracles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then till our way was uh, kind of clear to get out. And that day was um, Saddam Hussein was uh, sending missiles to Tehran and uh, they evacuated. They actually, they, they, the whole town was like a wow. ghost town. Wow, oh wow. And then, and then we, could, we could leave the country. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. It's funny, it's funny that you're saying that because one, one time I, I tell this story <laughs> and the, the guy that was uh, listening says, oh, I am just thinking that if she made it, I said, I'm here. <laughs> Did she make it? Did she make it? Okay, wait, we're going to find out. Did you make it? <laughs> okay, finish. But anyway, that was... Uh, so anyway, we just... Uh, when, when I was leaving the country with two suitcases, two kids, little kids, and $200, and say goodbye to my life, to goodbye to everything I had, everything that I have established, and just started to actually... Uh, get profit out of it because uh -huh. of all the years that I studied and I worked uh -huh. and all that. So um, I said goodbye to that life that I knew and uh, I left Iran um, and, uh, at the age of 30 uh, and then um, my dad hugged me and said, Simon, never come back. I said, what? And I said, you know, that is so painful because in our culture, the parents say, oh, come back soon, you know. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then, or even they uh, splash water on the ground uh, when you leave because they are hoping that you come back before that uh, water dries, dries up. up. Uh -huh. You know, it's that, that interested, you know. In, that tender, that, yeah, yeah. But I knew that what he, he meant. Mm -hmm. I knew that he wanted me to be safe. Uh, but that trip actually started 16 months um, uh, travel from one country to another, very challenging. Uh, and also uh, coming to the United States uh, was very challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, as a single mom, mm -hmm. I raised my kids. And um, when I go back and look what he has done, mm -hmm. I mean, very, very, in a small voice, his voice is very small. Mm -hmm. He does things with, you know, uh, it's just amazing how he does it. Nobody sees, nobody hears. Only you know how he has done. In, in one point, I'd like to, to point out to, to the people who are watching, if you're a single mom or a single dad, this should give you hope as well. If this precious woman could come from a whole different culture, a whole different uh, country, a whole different mindset, mm -hmm. and come to the United States and, and yes. raise her, her children um, on her own, and, and God made ways, that again yes. should give you hope and give you strength and give you courage that you you can do it. You and the Lord can do it. Yes. So what else happened? You know, what, you know it, is, it is interesting that you're saying that because Honestly, I cannot give credit to anybody, anything but God, mm -hmm. because I know people that came uh, from uh, Iran. Uh, they were couple, they were parents, they were educated, they were rich, mm -hmm. and they didn't have what we had. Yeah. And uh, they did because I knew that hand of God made everything mm -hmm. work out. The way that he wanted. Yes, you know, right, it, it, right. It, it was it was challenging. Not Very without challenging. struggles. Exactly. You lived still in, does. Mm -hmm, it still mm -hmm. is is not life is not especially for our, us. As much as we get 
deeper into God's word, deeper, closer to God, mm -hmm. our fight is going to be harder. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. it's more challenging, right. of course. But what I'm saying that every time that you see a light at the end of tunnel, every time that you see the path is opening, God is there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's no way that people do it, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And um, when... Um, yeah, when I came to um, to America, um, actually I didn't know English. I I, I knew English in a in a medical terms, mm -hmm. in a, but I hadn't talked to English people. I didn't know, and I went to Oklahoma and I learned Oki. But, <laughs> but still, that was fast for me. I mean, they every, talk, yeah. <laughs> every day, every uh -huh. day, I got headache. And uh -huh. I came home. Oh my God! I said yes, 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 yes to everything. Did you wear a cowboy hat? Oh yeah, I still have cowboy boots. I, I should have had her wear a cowboy hat yeah. today, right? Everybody oh, say, "Come on, cowboy!" Hats. Actually, when I was a kid, I loved cowboy movies, uh -huh. and I just. Landed uh, <laughs> to the uh, to the red land they call it mm -hmm, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, so it's um, it was um, I raised my kids in Oklahoma. Praise God, God chose that area for me. Uh, I believe that that was really uh, good for family. Oh, you know, however uh, uh, happened, you know, with the raising kids, uh, the uh, activities, church activities, or sport, mm -hmm, or you mm -hmm. know. Uh, all of that worked out and they were, now they are uh, adults and um, they both are riders and um, uh, they um, have their own kids. One day that I was uh, very worried about our lives and their lives, not only God let me raise them, but also let me see my grandkids as well. So how many grandchildren do you have? Two And uh. they call me Mama Sima. Oh, Mama Sina. Sima. Sima. Yeah. Sima. Yeah. So, so ladies, uh, guys, uh, as we, we bring this, this has been quite quite a story with a lot of, it, it's, oh, it, it's so it's, many details. So many details. We trust that you will watch both of our part one and part two or the beginning of her story yes. and then how God followed it up. Also, we trust that you will click on the bottom of the screen because you can go to her link and find her resources uh, for free. She has books. Yes. She has what else would be on those? Actually, it's it's a link to Mohabbat TV. Mohabbat means love. And Mohabbat TV is a, an organization that uh, Christian, uh, um, uh, Farsi language Christians, they uh, got together and they uh, broadcast uh, mm -hmm. good news to Farsi world and mm -hmm. mainly to Iran and Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And my books, there are um, actually, uh, as I said, I just couldn't stop reading Bible. And God showed me things that I thought that uh, I have gotten that those free, I have to give free. I put them in a, um, writing because my motivational gift is teaching so that's why I just thought that this has to be mm -hmm. um, told and I just wrote them and I put it on um, Muhabbat TV okay. and is audio as well. Okay. So those links will be under the screen for more information. Also, we if you'd like to accept Jesus Christ as Lord, it'll tell you how to do that and connect with us and prayer. And, and remember, there's no limit to God. And he's always devising ways to not only bring us to a personal relationship with him, but every area of our life, the seen and unseen, 
things. Our God is an amazing God. We're going to stretch our hands out. I'm going to ask you to pray for everyone since I prayed the beginning. And you stretch your hands towards the screen. And we're going to believe God that he's going to do amazing things for you and your family. Go ahead. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity that uh, you gave us to share your goodness, your love, and your plan of salvation and your good news with these uh, dear people that are watching this program. Thank you so much for everybody that has any issue that they think that is impossible. Lord, we ask you that you show each one of them that you are God of impossibles and you bring everything together in your time and we ask you that you save people that uh, they don't know you you just make make yourself known to them as you made yourself known to me and there is no doubt not even one minute in last 40 40 years and thank you so much for uh, what you have done and what, what you are continuing to do in Jesus name amen thanks for watching everybody God bless I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening in. If you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the lehigh valley but around the world we want to do our part in reaching the people that god has entrusted to us with the gospel of jesus christ you can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry god bless you have an amazing day remember you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.